the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen, and we're back. We're back this week with the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is, this is the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen, the Christian podcast, and we want to see Macbeth with lions. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hail Macbeth. No, remember, remember you said last month, Joey? Yeah. You said yeah. it, it's pretty much Macbeth. Macbeth with yeah. lions. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I would so actually Disney, like to see so Disney get on that. Yeah, now, 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 now that Joey has said it, I actually would like to see Macbeth with lions. <laughs> that movie would come extremely good. Oh wow! Oh yeah, that's right. Comes extremely good. That's, that's right. right. Oh man, we haven't said that in a long time. No. Shoot! Shoot! Okay, so this month we're doing the good, and the bad, and the ugly. This is general movie review where we take our thoughts and our observations. Um, to the table, everyone gets a chance to um, uh, offer their thoughts on whatever they experienced this week or this month or whatever. Dove, you're going to start out. What do you got for us? Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, there's some, and this is more of a discussion because I would want to know what you guys think too. I didn't get in depth with it too much because there's a lot that you could talk about with this, but it seems like recently there's been a lot of. Um, a lot of super PC mm-hmm. things going on into movies. And it has to do coming mostly from the feminist movement right now. Um, and I believe it really came out into fruition with uh, the Ghostbusters reboot. Yes. Where they're actually taking you know characters that were male, we're making them female. And it seems like we're having a lot of these. Ghostbusters was another one, but not to get into TV, but um, the Batwoman TV show that has recently come out by the CW is uh, just a super hyper in your face feminist did you watch thing. It? I did not. Oh, I won't. Okay. I'll die first. But um, <laughs> an, another, an, an, and the reason I've thought this there up is because another one just came out. And feminist I don't know if you go be okay with that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know about it, but um, a Charlie's angels reboot happened. Yeah. You guys don't know about that. <laughs> but Charlie's angels Barely. Was always, like a fart in the wind. It was women, right? It was all women. Correct. But this was another I mean, reboot. I'm pretty sure whoever decided upon the Charlie's angels reboot wanted it to fail because Kristen Stewart is the, yeah, ma- sure. the yeah. lead. Yeah. And yeah. I was Kristen- like, why? Right. <laughs> what would and so it just seems like movie. and now they're they're doing in the Ghostbusters that just came right out out right on, right away that they're doing another one mm-hmm. with kids and the same kid that's they in are? it and yep. uh, yeah so it's called oh, Ghostbusters with with oh, okay, it's called know. Ghostbusters Generations I think oh. Afterlife Afterlife I think is what okay it's and so anyway the the whole point oh, is excited. there's this oh, new really? oh. this has spawned a new phrase. Okay. Phrase? A new phrase or that's phase. going out there. A phrase. Okay. What's the to phrase? describe everything. Okay. And it's it's called get woke, go broke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you guys ever heard that before? No. So yes. there's a new I've phrase that's now into into almost a mainstream phrase. Now the thing about all these movies and these shows are they're they are absolutely bombing. Mm-hmm. They're doing horribly. Um, Batwoman apparently was was the lowest opening for the CW of any show ever hmm. um, as far as for their first episode. Charlie's Angels reboot was, um, I think the budget was like 80-something million. It did about 26 million worldwide. Oh, wow. It was a huge bomb. Like total? And so total, okay. total. I believe it confirm was 26. That, yeah, confirm. I believe it was 26 million worldwide. Okay. I think it only did like 11 million in the U.S. Wait, but that was that like opening weekend or was that like total total so far? That was. I guess. I, I believe it's, out, it's I so far. It might be opening weekend only. 
But even so, opening weekend, 26 is horrible. Right. But it was actually really fun going into, if you look up these on IMDb, and go and go into the comments. You will be entertained for a couple <laughs> yes. hours, yes. okay? About how terrible. That's why we do loser reviews. That's right. Right, and so we should do that. Um, Somebody do that next month to find the Charlie's Angels ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they're funny. What's, What's that, bro? Right? Right, go, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Budget forty-eight million. Oh, okay. Forty-eight million. Opening weekend was eight million. Oh. In the U.S. <laughs> or worldwide? Uh, opening uh, domestic. Yeah, you okay. eight million worldwide. Uh, well, gross. I guess it was only. It doesn't say worldwide. Okay. Uh, but gross seventeen, and then now worldwide gross. Yeah. Fifty nine. So they did. Okay, so they did make it a little bit back. So perfect. So they so they made ten million dollars. Right. Not, not, probably not even really because okay. I don't know if that budget accounts. But but, but again, right, that's, right. to them, that, to them that's a bomb. You know, I mean, it's got. Oh, yeah, oh no, 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 there's no question. It was a yeah. complete bomb. Yeah. yeah. But the, and the whole point is again, if you guys start seeing this phrase "get woke, go broke," that's what they're talking about. No, okay, but yeah, hang on a sec. Yeah, the, that phrase is that the mm-hmm. woke people saying that we're gonna get woke and go broke? No, no, or, no. Or is it like people normal describing, people describing like, this oh, type okay. of thing? Yeah. So it's a it's a it's an infl to so much PC that you lose millions and millions of dollars and that it bombs. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. what that means is you're so you're so PC and so woke mm-hmm. that not your movies anymore. it's not entertaining right. and it bombs because because of political correctness. Right, right. And so the the main theme about all these is the the bombing is being blamed on men. Right. Okay. It's being blamed on ninety percent probably of the viewers that watch these things that read these comic books that do all that. Um, what's her name? The blonde lady. Elizabeth that Banks. Direct, Elizabeth Banks. Banks Blamed men again. You know, yeah, she right. said that she said when when she was asked about um, you know Wonder Woman and stuff, she had this completely bizarre explanation for that. But she said it reinforces a stereotype that men don't watch female action films, and it just goes to show how um, unbelievably arrogant mm-hmm. and. Uh, they really believe that they are kings above all else. Mm-hmm. They, they believe so that they. Was, her point was that. Like people should be making a point to see these movies. Yeah. Okay. But you won't because you're a sexist. Exactly. Oh. You will not because the reason the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. The reason Charlie's Angels bombed. Yeah. The reason Ghostbusters bombed. You know, and Mindy Kaling came out and just ripped men basically for not Mindy going Kaling to watch did. it. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, the the failure of Batwoman is being blamed on men. Right for being a guy. Right, right. And so, um, it, and so, it's what what truly is truly amazing is that none of them apparently seem to just just be have in the slightest bit of humility and just look in the mirror and go, you know what? Maybe this was just a crappy movie, which is what they are. Yeah. So people are speaking with their dollars, and, other, yeah. and the Hollywood elite right, are right. not happy about it. I guess right, the right. Idea. And gotta no. remember, that's not the point. The point is not entertainment. Yeah. The point is a sermon. That's the point. That's why I don't understand the people who look at Star Wars and they're like confused and shaking their head. You don't get it. It's not about an entertaining movie. This is not the point. Is not to be entertaining. You're expecting to go to the theater and be entertained by Star Wars. That's not the point. Yeah. You're supposed right. to. You're supposed to submit to the feminist icons. That's what this is about. You got to right. go in expecting that. Like it's like with well, the and capitalist. Kristen Stewart is is very much a like a a butch feminist. Right. Oh yeah. She yeah. Is. big time. So they cast yeah. her in the lead for right. that reason. Of course. But you know, and everybody's saying, of course, the the reason it failed wasn't because it was Charlie's Angels. Right. It wasn't because. It was a female action movie. Well, has the Charlie, other has Charlie's Angels, Angels ever done well as a yes, franchise? Yes, yes. Back um, back when they had uh, Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore, I mean, but, people watched but was, that. But was it even? I mean, even then though, was that? I no guess. Mind. I guess the question and this 
Is that like, was it a good franchise ever? I wouldn't say it was great, but it wasn't a bomb. They made two of them. I feel like I've never, I might have watched it a TV part, series a long time ago? Yeah, with Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have watched part of one of those movies at one point in my life. I don't really remember. But didn't they like sexualize them a lot? Yes. So. Yeah, because they're, so yes, yes, back I mean, then. So I, guess, so I guess the question is, is like, is, yeah, I guess like, are, like are, I, are, I, are, I never, are they worth upholding them? No, 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 no. I'm not upholding it. I'm saying that they did way better than this one. And there's right. a reason. They had actresses that people liked and wanted to see. These actresses for this one, nobody likes and nobody ever heard of. Yeah. They have right. Naomi Scott who played um, Jasmine. Jasmine, but she's not well known enough. It's like, who's this girl? Right. right. They had another random girl who nobody I've knows. Literally never but, seen but her. But they're also over the top with the feminism. Charlie is now a woman. Right. They replaced the man in the movie. Well, and sure, sure. Charlie's I, now a girl. So they're saying this oh, is basically okay, gotcha. everybody that has a brain is going, this failed because – Poor acting choice. It wasn't promoted properly. Um, bad acting. Yeah. Terrible right. script. Right. right. Those are the reasons it fails. Right. But they, these people cannot turn the mirror on themselves and go, you know what? Maybe we have to do a little bit better. Right. They must. They can't because uh, well, I, they're too self righteous. I, I, think I, I mean, I, I think I agree with you as a as like an ice like like when we're talking about this new Charlie's Angels and what you're saying went right. wrong with it. But I also don't necessarily think that like the old one doing well. Like is something worth holding up either again because again if it was about sexualizing women rather than like doing this right. total opposite where it's like empowering women right then to me it's like I, to me neither of are, are worth like upholding so I don't think it's a, a worth upholding either um, but so I, I guess, think I, I don't know the, I just wouldn't I wouldn't juxtapose I just I guess I'm just saying I wouldn't juxtapose it, the old movies with it if it, it was well the old movies not, were successful it's not difficult right, but if they were successful because men went to see them to see half naked ladies. Then again, it's not worth it's not worth holding up. And, in my and well, and, and I think back then too, you had the you had the uh, like we're the, talking about the novelty. You had the novelty of what was going on back then too. You didn't really have many female action lead stars at that time. You know, uh, when when Charlie the first Charlie's Angels came out, you didn't really have that going on. There is an oversaturation of that going on. Ghostbusters, Ocean's Eight, now this one. Uh, they're just oh, making Ocean's one called uh, Miss Miss Misbehavior. About a um, bunch of women going against the system, taking down the yeah. Miss Universe. Hustlers, I think, is another yeah, one. Hustlers is girls, another one. Yeah. And it's like, it's like they keep coming out with them. It's uh, way oversaturated. That, that, that was about, it was like the four women whose husbands died in the bank robbery. Widows. Widows. Widows, yeah. 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 Okay. It's, they just keep making oh, them. Right. Oh, no. We got to fight against the patriarchy again. Another movie with a, with, with, uh, um, right. you know, a, a colorful cast of characters, and they're all women. You know, yeah. it's just. Right, it's just it's but, oversaturation. So yeah, and and another thing too is as they this is well, I don't even, and I don't even think that's oversaturation in the sense that like, like to me it's 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 not about who the cast is. It's about like is the movie good? Like is there is well there good you know the fir- the good? first are Charlie's Angels. I don't think they had the arrogance. You know, I remember watching previews. There wasn't the arrogance in there. You know. In this, these movies, you watch it, the arrogance is everywhere. Obviously, they're trying to yeah, rip on like, men. It's yeah. obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I like, think the first Charlie's Angels, it was, we're not out to bash men. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're out to you know maybe break some stereotypes yeah. and whatever. You know, But they weren't just weren't arrogant about it. These movies that are coming out now, they're just so arrogant. No, I, I, it's so not, annoying. I'm not disagreeing with what Dove's saying about the current Charlie's Angels. I guess my point was that if we're trying to look at like what is just and right, then all, all I'm saying then is all that, of them can be all scrapped. Yeah, all, that, all, yeah, I'm, saying, all I'm saying yeah. is that the new Charlie's Angels and the old Charlie's Angels should get scrapped. Because I agree. I would not about, disagree if with that. If yeah. the point is, if the point is, they're trying to make money now by by like by like empower women, empowering women to a point where they're putting down everyone else, then that's not right. But then all, on the opposite end of the spectrum, making money by basically like putting 
females out there who have no clothes on like correct and, and so they right. got so that yeah. like i mean so that like gross I, dudes will go see it then i, I don't yeah, think yeah. either should be upheld so I, I agree so. um but i think another part of it is too is like back in the old charlie's angels in these movies they didn't insult their fan base oh yeah they, oh, they yeah. are absolutely sure. insulting their entire fan yeah. base yeah. you know they had a trailer where kristen stewart's like um luring this one guy you know with their female powers or whatever. Yeah, feminine in, in charms. <laughs> whatever, her charms, which there are none. But, 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 uh, you know, she, 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 you know, and he, and he just says these things that no man says ever. Right. It was just kind of like Jesse Smollett when he did that thing and he's yeah. like, they said this is MAGA country and you're like, yeah, that's fake. Yeah, Nobody right. talks like that. You know, <laughs> the guy that she's like seducing is saying these things that are just like, no dude, even the sleazeball guys don't say this stuff. And, you, know just, what, and, and you know what, Dove, you're, you're right. And this, this should be a lesson to men as well. Because for years, the men have been objectifying women and putting them in movies where they also say things that like no woman talks like that. I remember watching movies with Marissa. Yeah. You yeah. know, watching movies with Marissa, she would get so offended and angry because, you know, I, I took it for granted. You know, right. I, I didn't really think about it that much. But I'd watch a movie and, and this woman would like come on to a man and start saying things to him. And Marissa would be like, oh, she'd get all flustered. And I was like, I was like, yeah, she's right. You know, this woman really is not talking like any normal sane woman would yeah, talk. Right. You know, and, and let this be right, a, a lesson true. to the men who objectified women and right. put them in movies, you know, going for the shirtless guy and throwing themselves at men. Right, right. You right. know, when the shoe is on the other foot now, now the men are saying stupid, ridiculous things and we we should be learning from that as much as we can right. that like, you know, hey, you know, we've been doing this for a long time in Hollywood, the sleaze bag, the, 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 the sexual things we've been putting in movies. We've also been doing this to women as well creating unbelievably yeah. stupid dialogue with women yeah. where they just yeah. throw themselves at men yeah you're right now i do believe that probably does happen more often you know because the gold digger thing is real but i mean still it should not be accepted as normal you know right i agree and so it seems to be they, they don't seem to be changing much when it as far as like whether they're going to stop making these movies it remains to be seen whether or not they're going to continue to move them but they are going to these people that they're trying to please the the, the, the culture of, of, of SJWs that they're trying to be friends with right. actually comes back to bite them. Mm -hmm. and yes, I, think I love it, when that I, happens. I know, me too. It's a glorious thing because it seems like Proverbs when it says they fall in the pit that they set for others. Right. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. You know, J.K. Rowling is almost yeah. destroyed at this point because she defended uh, two genders on right. Twitter. Uh, yeah. And uh, she was just that. completely shocked. I'm like, this is beautiful. She, yes. she has been a, a lefty. Oh, Dumbledore's yeah. actually gay. Right. Hermione's actually black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, a panderer. And she deserves it. She deserves all of it that she gets. Mark Hamill got in trouble for liking her tweet. Yeah. <laughs> they went after him because there was a thumbs up from Mark Hamill. I did not know that. So he got, he had to apologize. He came out with an apology tweet. Oh, my Sorry God. for offending you. And this is like, you guys deserve every bit of that. These people that you want to be your friends, that you're trying to be supportive, mm -hmm. are, are will turn on you. And yeah. it's a and it's a glorious Preach, and beautiful yeah. thing. Preach. No, I know. I mean, I agree. I mean, that's, that's yeah. I mean, that's something I talked with um, a coworker about, too, um, just about, like, like what, like what an ideology, like what ideology believes versus like how it works in practical application, and that and a lot of these like a lot of like left ideologies sound good in theory, right? Like feminism, like equality for men and women sounds right. good in theory, right? 
But then the idea, but then, and people quote that every time like someone makes an argument against feminism and that's, and that's to say, well, you don't want equality between men and women. But then the problem is, is that like when you're actually looking at practical application of mm -hmm. these ideals, a lot of times it's women trying to get a step up, yes. um, not just to be equal, but to yeah. be above, like be better, it becomes yeah. all about power struggle yeah. um, and not necessarily just about yeah. like, let's try and make things equal for everybody. So and if people yes. want to see true equality between men and women, the only person that really accomplished that was Christ. Yeah. He was the only one that would really, because before that, if you ever read uh, How Christianity Changed the World, amazing yeah. book. Yeah. How women were treated before he came. Yeah. yeah. And how they were treated after. Yep. Just yep. truly amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done. Get woke, go broke. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> what do you got, Joey? Uh, can I go next? Oh, uh, yeah, Athena, go ahead. Oh, you got to piggyback on that? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so I did a walk the plank, um, and I went and saw Little Women. Okay. The, Ooh, the remake I know that came about out. this one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So um, I wrote down a lot of things, but the reason I wanted to go after you um, is really just you go because... after me or like go after me like, <laughs> and se sequentially. You mean like like no, I mean like sequentially or like you're going after what I no, said. No, like, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I kind of just I put love a target this. on your back. Yeah, I love this. I love the book. The book mm -hmm. is one of my favorite books that I read when I was a kid, and yeah. and the first movie. I think it was, the, they might have made one before that. I don't even know. But the movie with uh, Winona Ryder and Susan Sarandon. Christian and Bale. Christian Bale. Yes. Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping these. <laughs> that was a bad one. Oh. No, that was good. That was good? That was good. <laughs> anyway, I loved that movie as well. Um, and I, so I directed it last year um, at my school. Oh, it wow. was the play oh, that wow. we did. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that you did that. This is very, this is very personal now, too. It is. Um, wait, wait, did, did people like it? I think so. They did, they did yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. It's um, personal for Athena. It was also movie. personal because I went to see it with some of my kids. Um, okay. And so. Ah, uh, right. Her student. Her student. Not her, not her right. actual I don't have children. actual children. Have actual I just call them my yet. kids. Anyway. Her students. So um, I, I guess <laughs> I was. I mean, what I, my first thought was that the chemistry between the characters was great, especially Laurie and Joe. I felt like they had. I don't, did you guys? Do you know the characters? We know those characters. Yeah, some of Okay. Nope. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Laurie and Joe, which was Laurie was played by Timothy Chalamet, mm -hmm. and Joe was played by Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> I Is can't. That, I never um, know her name. Sir, she's she's a, yeah. It looks she's like Sayori. Uh, yeah, she's an actress. She's an actress. <laughs> oh wait, I she's think an I actress know she from is. Ireland. She yeah, was yeah. in a, a big movie Lovely, Academy. She was in Lovely Bones. Yeah, yeah but she was also in uh, Lady Bird. She, yes, yes Lady that was Bird. Oh, Lady okay. Bird. She was one in Lady Bird. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they've Lovely done they've done things together before this point, and they have plans. Like there's already at least another movie coming out where they'll be in the same movie as well. So they have really good chemistry together, and I felt. That was my favorite thing I think about the movie. There's this scene where they um, that they're dancing, and I listened to. It was directed by Greta Gerwig, um, who is this big feminist director right now. So, okay. um, anyway, a lot of unsavory she, people running around with the name Greta. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Greta Thunberg. Oh, I yep, didn't even make hey, that. Don't insult the I person of the year. Don't, oh, sorry. Doesn't matter to me. Time but anyway, yes, Greta Gerwig. She talked about it, and she said that in the book it talks about Laurie and Joe going to a party, and that they like dance 
but they dance like in a hallway away from everyone else because they don't really conform to the rest of yes. the way things work. Mm-hmm. And so they dance like crazily is how it's supposed to be done. And yeah. so she has them on um, a porch outside where you can kind of see inside at all the people dancing like yeah. they're very proper and they're just like running into each other and running around and like it's really it's a really good scene. So anyway, so I really enjoyed a lot of it. I liked the sisters together. Um I felt like the characters were a little bit less believable as adults. They there was no real transition because there is supposed to be a big transition from when they're kids to when yes. they're adults. Yeah. And it they looked the same. They didn't especially Timothy Chalamet, he's like this big. And so didn't the original one actually get different people to play the sisters and, and, and the people? Was I that, don't think so. No? Okay. I think because uh Kristen I know that Kirsten her little Dunst. sister her little sister was different. Kirsten I remember that. Dunst. Are you That's sure? Her little sister was different. Oh, yes. she was a different adult the, actress, you're right. Kirsten Dunst. Yes. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yes, Kirsten Dunst yeah. was the little yeah, Amy well. and yes. then it was a different actress as the adult. They yes. didn't do this here and it showed like okay. the Little Amy and adult Amy looked exactly the same except for the hairstyle. Okay. Um, Anyway, my my biggest issue, I I wrote it down. I said, although the original novel is packed with feminism, because I think it is. I think Mm -hmm. that Jo, all she talks about as a kid is not wanting to wear dresses, not wanting to get married, not wanting to have a family. She just wants to write. She wants to write and be an author, and that is her her goal. Um, But at the end of the book, um, she does meet someone, and she gets married, and but she still kind of continues with her her writing career. Right, right. Um, in this uh, adaptation, it was really overwhelming. Yeah. It was everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas mm-hmm. in the book and in the first movie, um, the oldest sister gets married and she has kids and she's happy and mm-hmm. she's poor, but she's happy. Right. In this, in this yeah, rendition... Yeah, there's that juxtaposition between what like it looked like to be what they would have considered like a proper lady yes. at the time. Right. Versus, mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of all the girls follow very different paths um, in in the original. In this in this um, this new one, it was very much everyone was spewing the same thing. Um, and and like I heard parts of the script that were exactly the same as the script that I did last year. Okay. But then there were parts that I was just like. Why'd you put that in there? Why? Yeah. Like, why couldn't you leave it as one one sister wants to be a writer and she goes off on her own and she does her independent thing, but then the other one stays home with her kids and her husband and she's happy. It, yeah. it made you feel bad. Yeah. It made her feel bad for her choices. And mm-hmm. so I didn't like that. I was very mm-hmm. upset at that because mm-hmm. I really, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, that's I the goal the, of feminism, you know, to, to, to do everything that God made women, except well, the thing yeah. that God made women to do. You know, to, you can do everything else. You can, you can, you can walk around ble- completely naked and tell people not to shame you. You know, you can, you can get a, a career and you can leave your family and your husband and, and you, can, you can beat up a man, except the only thing you're not allowed to do is be what God made you to be. That's the only thing you're not I think allowed to do. I think their end goal in existence is just to spread misery to everything and everyone around them. Yeah. And that's it. Of course. It's like, and yeah, and take it was, happiness away. There, there was a very large part that was, that was looking at Meg after she had been married and had twins, and she was just unhappy. Right. She was unhappy at being poor and not having fancy things yeah. and going to parties and. That's so frustrating. And at it the, is frustrating. And I will say, at the very <laughs> end, she does, she does kind of come to the realization that she's being a brat and that and that she does love her husband and she does love her kids and okay she, i guess i'll settle for this it yeah. didn't feel like settling but it but joe made her feel like she was settling that was uh, kind of how okay. what i felt um it, but it, it was just like <laughs> just like 
pushing and pushing and pushing and then okay i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna back away from this one Mm -hmm. and i'll go focus on a different one (laughs) a different sister right um so anyway there there were good things but there was a lot of that and i was just like i knew it was coming i mean yeah i i knew that it was kind of begging for it in this day and age yes At, at this time i felt like at this time in our society i felt like someone said "Ooh, let's take this book from the 1800s that has feminist notes in it and let's just yeah put our foot to the pedal yeah exactly (laughs) and and that's kind of what it felt like and i was sad about it because i like i said i love this book it's it's very personal to me and so i was and then then didn't the movie get panned for being too white yes it did yeah (laughs) serves them right oh i love it unbelievable i mean yeah I, I read about white. that what, for a while. I, and I love I love it when when even the people who are bashing it for being too white, they're like, well, I don't know how you'd fix the problem because you know it is a family and they're all related, so they all have to be the same color. I know, but but, even, but, but can't we have more people of color? It's like, um, uh, did you just hear yourself? Did you just hear yourself? <laughs> but yes, but but the see, impossible they, standards. They, they will. It, it is impossible because you know what happens if you put just one black girl in there? Mm-hmm. Now she's a token black girl, right, slave girl. Right, exactly. You right. can't. It, yeah, you, right. you, you cannot please them. And right. by the way, I'll just add this too: is if you think that you're picky for being a Christian about not watching certain things or what, like or 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 staying away from certain things, you, you are nothing in comparison to to how nitpicky these people yeah, get. Yeah, exactly. With every little. Mm-hmm. Bitty thing right. that they pull out and make a huge issue. Every little hand signal. Um, there was also, this has nothing to do with that, but there was also a ton of flashbacking, and I hate that. Oh. Like, we start at the very end, and then we flash back to the very beginning, and then we go somewhere three quarters of the way forward, and I was just like, I hate this so much. Um, <laughs> d- d- Dove, do you remember? Uh, do you remember um, a, post-modern, a postmodern twist on it. Dove, you remember um, Funny Farm? Yeah. When she's critiquing his book. Oh, yeah. There's so many flashbacks. And there's a flashback here and a flash forward. I think at one point there was even a flash sideways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that was great. <laughs> well, there you go, Mrs. Critic. Anyway, funny form. <laughs> anyway, all right. Thanks, Athena. Thanks. Um, that, that 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 ties in. That, I think uh, I will here's, go here's watch a big the old work. little women. Yeah, I want to yeah. go. I think a, I'm going to go do that. Yeah, just to make just to wash feel it away. Right, right. Uh, here's a big Christian word that dovetails nicely with what Dove just said. <laughs> dovetails. <laughs> dovetails. Anyway, piggyback. Uh, woo. Okay, uh, echo. Joy, echo. what do you got, man? All right. Echoes. Okay, so um, <laughs> echo his echo. I, all right, so I'm kind of kind of break one of our rules. Oh. But before Luke... Before TV. You, You're going to TV. Kind of. How dare you? Hold on. Before you give me dirty looks, let me explain. And okay. then you can tell me if I was okay to do this or not. But I'm still going to have done it anyway. The so Witcher. It matter. No, no. I'm not talking about The Witcher. Okay. Um, what I do want to talk about is something on Netflix, though. Um, so the reason I wanted to bring this up, it is a television show that just came out on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us. Ah. Have you guys seen this? I, I, I have not seen it, but okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I, I'm breaking the rule because this is going to be kind of like a half Netflix gem, half bro, did you know for me. Okay. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up is it is a television show, but it's a television show about classic movies and how they were made. Okay. And basically these movies that have like kind of become classics in our culture um, and are really well known and did really well in the box office, but like the production and how they were made is like a really interesting story and basically how they like almost didn't get made deserves their own documentary. Yeah. yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. so the, so they have four, um, they take on four movies, uh, in the first season. Um, it's, uh, home alone, ghostbusters, die hard and dirty dancing. Cool. So those are the four that they do. Um, and so, I, and so, yeah, so I like saw this and I was like, I, 
I don't always watch like documentary type stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I saw this and I was like, hmm, this could be interesting. And then Athena and I had just watched the first two Home Alones because um, we always watch it around Christmas time. And so I saw the one they had one for Home Alone. So I was like, I was like, okay, I gotta watch this. So I've watched all four of them now. It's it's a really really cool series, a really interesting. We're always kind of speculating about how movies are made and what the process is and like who made this decision, right? And so it gives a lot of really cool insight into like how these movies were made or almost not made, basically, because they're all. Um, they're all stories about how like movies that are, are did really well in the box office and are again considered classics, like how they basically almost didn't get made and the bumps they had along the way. Um, and so I just wanted to give a couple like bro did you know type stuff that comes from that just to give you a little preview cool. of what it was like yeah. and kind of the information they let you know. Hit us. Um, so one of the ones one thing I thought that was really interesting a couple of things I thought was really interesting about um, Home Alone. So it's directed by Chris Columbus and written by John Hughes, right? And so um, John Hughes apparently like wrote and directed a ton of like big movies from the eighties. Um, he did breakfast club, Ferris Bueller's day off, 16 candles, planes, trains, automobiles, uncle buck. He did all those types and did a bunch of other stuff too. Right. So he was like, apparently like really well known as a writer. Um, and then Chris Columbus, um, he had written gremlins and the goonies and had a couple other mm-hmm. hits during the eighties, but uh, he won the first two Harry Potter movies he did too. He did do that, but that was much later. This later, is this yep. because this is for home alone, which was 91. So, so he's, so he's written a couple things. He's got, he's he become like notoriable, but he wants to be a director 29 years ago. Yep. So Chris Columbus wants to be Older a director. Than me. He directs heartbreak hotel, right? Which totally bombs. Okay. Right, and so he, bla- but he's basically like my directing career is over because um, I, he said that like in Hollywood, like you're only you're only as you know as worthy as like your last the last thing you did, right? Yeah. And so it totally bombs. He thinks his directing career is over. He's going back to writing. John Hughes, I guess, is a fan of some of his written work and contacts him. And apparently, he contacted Chris Columbus to actually direct um, Christmas Vacation. Oh wow! Right. So because because he knew Chris Columbus was like a huge fan of Christmas movies, wa- always wanted to do one. So apparently, that's what he was originally contacted for. So Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus jumped on um, Christmas Vacation, right? But again, the only the only thing he had in his repertoire as a director was this Heartbreak Hotel, which had bombed. Apparently, Chevy Chase was so brutally rude to him, um, like to Chris, Chris Columbus, Columbus, his director, right, was just such a complete jerk to him um, the entire time that Chris Columbus left the project. Oh, wow. That he quit. Yeah. That, like, wow. Like, I've, I've heard other stories of, like, Chevy Chase being, like, a complete jerk on sets and stuff like that. Yeah. But this, like, just solidified, like, just apparently, like, this dude was so rude that he was able to get his director to leave. Right. Wow. A movie he was, a movie that would have, like, been his big, potentially his big break. Right. Wow. Um, and so, so, so that happened. Um, and John Hughes, um, but John Hughes and I guess their relationship grew and that's what he contacted him for Home Alone. Wow. Which was, I turned out to be really good because apparently Chris Columbus, like, was really, really good with kids, incredible with, like, Macaulay Culkin and all the other kids, right? Um, and so it worked out perfectly, but it was just, like, a really interesting information that, I don't know, I yeah. thought that was really cool. Did you, did um, you know that the the little kid, I just found this out because I've watched it recently, too, yeah. over the holidays. Um, uh, the, the little kid who wears the big glasses. Fuller. And Bert Fuller, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Macaulay Culkin's brother. That's his brother. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's actually his brother. That's <laughs> yeah, uh, that. uh, Kieran Culkin. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Um, a couple other things they said um, from, from Home Alone that I thought were cool. Um, apparently, apparently Daniel Stern, right, who plays Marv, he yes. was casted. And then they told him originally it was going to be four weeks of, of filming. And then they told him actually it was going to be six. And he said, am I going to get paid anymore? And they said, no. And he said, okay, I'm out. And so apparently they casted Dan Roebuck 
um, to be Marv after that. Um, and then, but once they got them like together, Joe Pesci and Dan Robach, apparently there was like no chemistry. Oh, and so right. they went back to Marv and they like, they basically like begged him to come back even though they couldn't pay him anymore. And he apparently, he left the project, realized he made a huge mistake. And apparently, like, wanted to be back but didn't say anything. And uh, they, they came and, like, would you please come back? Wow. And he was like, yes, please let me back. <laughs> he, wow. he, said, he said, he was like, he was like, I, he was like, I was like, thank God, because I, I knew I'd made a huge mistake as soon as I left the project. Wow. So I thought that was really cool. Like, that was something that could have been completely different. Yeah. Joe Pesci, too. I always wondered about this just because Joe Pesci's in so many, like, really mature movies. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And so I was always like, how, I, I always wondered like how it was that like Joe Pesci yes. got into that and yeah. how he did on set with a bunch of kids. Yeah, right. So apparently it was like a real problem because apparently if he's not doing a Martin Scorsese film, even if he's not doing a Martin Scorsese film, apparently whenever he reads lines for any other film, he adds an F word every two words. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so he's just constantly like saying the F word every two words. So apparently he started doing that on set. Oh, wow. And Chris Columbus was like, bro, you got to stop. Wow. And so apparently that's how he developed that thing where like, when he burns his hand, he's like, apparently like he would do that and he would say like a bunch of bad words and Chris Columbus was like, you need to tighten that up and it needs to not be discernible. This is a family right, movie. Right, right. There are kids on the set. Right. And so like apparently that's how he got that. Was yeah. that like apparently he just used to like cuss <laughs> a bunch and add a bunch to the script and that's how they did that. Yeah. So yeah, so that's just funny. a bunch of stuff like that. Um, cool. One other thing I want to say um, that was a really interesting piece uh, I thought for about Die Hard, right? So apparently Die Hard is like technically a sequel to a movie made in the 60s called The Detective. Okay. So um, it was The Detective um, and it starred um, Frank Sinatra. And so Frank wow. Sinatra apparently went it – was, it was originally a book written by Robert Thorpe. And Frank Sinatra apparently like wanted to do a sequel. Like he loved, he loved being in that role so much he wanted to do a sequel. They tried to get Robert Thorpe to do it. Apparently it took him like 10 years to write a sequel. At this point, it, like Frank Sinatra is like old and gray. Like he doesn't <laughs> want to do it anymore, right? So um, he wrote this book called Nothing Lasts Forever. They adapted it, eventually called it Die Hard, right? And that's what the screenplay is based on. Mm. Um, but apparently they went to Frank Sinatra because contractually they were obligated to ask him to do the film. Okay. He said, mm. no, I'm too old. Right? And then apparently they said... They were like, like, thank goodness. Uh, yeah, exactly. They were. They were, they were like, thank goodness. Dice so a big time. So apparently then the screenwriter, they sent it to the person he had written the film for, yeah. which was apparently Clint Eastwood. Oh, so he wrote it. So he wrote he wrote the film. He like when he wrote the screenplay. Apparently, had Clint Eastwood in his brain the whole time. They sent it to Clint Eastwood. He sent the script back and uh, and with a no, a giant no on the front. And he said, and it said, no, don't get the humor. <laughs> and that's really? like that's yeah. It. And he sent it back and like and so then after that, apparently they contacted like every major eighties action star. Like wow. like like everyone who wanted to be or was an action hero. Yeah, right. Like, right. Yeah, oh, they like man. they sent it to like everybody you can think of, and everyone was like, "No, this dude's a wimp. All he does is hide and, and try and call for help." And so everyone said no. And so finally, they found um, Bruce Willis, who apparently had only been in like Moonlighting at that point and yes. romantic comedies. Yes. And then they like mm. apparently he went through a lot of adapting his role. Fifth Element was after, was after was after. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, after. Hard was the first action movie he had made. He'd been in two romantic comedies and Moonlighting, and that was it. And so, yeah. um, and apparently they like, apparently the director like didn't want to use him at first. Apparently he kept, he kept coming off like, like he was like really sarcastic and they didn't want him to be that way. Right. Um, and so apparently there was like a lot of adapting his acting to get him in the role, but it was really interesting because wow. it's like, you can't see anybody else as yes. John McClane. No, but, not even but, close. But, but I mean, like and then the, the other, the they, other two were great too. Yeah, and yeah. just, the fact that they, just the fact they went through like every action hero at the time oh. and it could have, it could have been Clint Eastwood. It could have been, could have been, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? It could have been anybody, but that was my favorite Christmas movie too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> we went somewhere and we did like Christmas trivia, and we knew oh yeah several of the questions because 
Joey watched. Well, yeah, so I literally just watched Die Hard, and then <laughs> oh. we went and we did. We actually we just went to a um, we went to a restaurant. We had no idea there was trivia, and we oh. sat down and there was and there was Christmas movie trivia, and we were like, all right, we're doing this. Yeah, right. And and the last question was, what was originally the name of Die Hard, which is Nothing Lasts Forever? Oh. And I was like, it's Nothing Lasts Forever. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're Dude. Like, it's Nothing Lasts. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'd be so hyped. I would be so hyped if we did terribly. Oh yeah, it was really? bad. Because uh, it well, there was, were there was, was about a lot, a lot of different. Well, well first yeah. off, that's so. a really difficult question, right yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I think yeah. we were. I think it was like us and maybe one other team who got it. So yeah, that is yeah. so interesting. Wow, wow. Yeah, so just like a bunch of bro, did you know there? Um, lot, like a lot of really interesting Street, stuff. Weren't they? Yeah. There was a ton of content. Again, there are two movies I didn't even mention or talk about. So if you're interested in any of those movies, it's definitely worth watching. It's yeah. a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. They have a lot of really crazy stories. And like I said, it just gives a lot of insight into like what we're always speculating about. Like who decided to write that or why was that done? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And right. so like just the amount of involvement from producers and studios and directors and actors and like how it all like comes together or doesn't like is so interesting yeah wow cool awesome i'm glad people make documentaries like that that's one reason why we have this podcast is so people can listen to it and say hey i never knew that you know i never knew that heart movie was so terrible i'm glad that uh, (laughs) they told me that that movie was so terrible uh Okay, thanks, Joey. Yeah, um, so hopefully you're not too disappointed in me, Luke, for talking No, about I'm not. No, that's show. actually very relevant. Okay, good. Um, so what I'm uh, going to uh, talk about this week, uh, uh, um, last, a couple days ago, I watched, um, since, since I've had appendicitis, and thank you, everybody, for wishing me to get better. Um, <laughs> since I've had appendicitis. Luke, you were better like three days after. Yeah. I'm good. Um, you going back to work, Luke? Uh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> If uh, any of my UPS employees uh, are uh, I mean, co-workers. co-workers are listening with my boss, I can barely move. Yeah, um, we, we had to bring him down here on a stretcher. We just no, laid him even, on the table. The, seriously, though, even the doctor still told me. He's on the stretcher I, right now. <laughs> I, I, just, I just had a doctor's appointment. I was talking to her, and she said, you know, she goes, be careful when you go back. And we're going back January 20th, which is in, you know, two weeks. Yeah. And uh, she said, be careful when you go back. I don't want you to get hernia. And I'm like, I'm still in danger of getting a hernia. She's like, yeah. She, yeah. She, I was, she's like, should you be on light duty? I'm like, I don't want to be on light duty. I want to be in full duty. And uh, she's like, well, just be careful you don't get a hernia. I'm like, five weeks or four weeks out, I'm still in danger? Whatever. Yeah. That's the healing process can take a while. Wait, are, but don't you actually want to be on light duty? Like, if they give you truck and it's just, like, envelopes, like, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, UPS doesn't do that. Only yeah, I know. I know. So anyway, uh, I've had a lot of time to watch movies. So Yara and I just sit around and we and we've been watching a lot of movies and a lot of movies that um, old movies. Uh, I tried introducing Yara to the Three Amigos. She, <laughs> you know, within the first, yeah, the only thing that she liked about it was in the the only three that she really paid attention to was in the first three minutes she pulled out that cell phone. And I um, know <laughs> uh, I was sad, and I was like, "Baby, baby you gotta watch this film." She said, "This is interesting. you have to like this it. It's not interesting. These guys are ridiculous." I'm like, "Baby, please give it a chance." <laughs> and uh, but but she did like Home Alone. Okay, that's so, good. Uh, that was like that was like Athena watching Mystery Men. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, such a disappointment. You know, I was about to say sorry, Didn't Athena, really but it. then I was like, "What am I saying?" No, sorry, sorry, yeah. me. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm there. La- I'm there laughing at the jokes. Yeah. Yeah, after I've seen the movie 25 <laughs> times, and Athena's like sli- falling asleep. Yeah, that was not my kind of humor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Soulless. <laughs> the Bubraja. Anyway, um, so I watched. Uh, I watched spoon. a movie I'd never seen before, um, and that was a movie called uh, Family Man with Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. And whatever her name is, Taya Leone or whatever. Nicholas sure. Cage, the Enigma. 
Yes, yes. And, and like I said before, he, he's not an action guy. So it was he was appropriate for this film. Yeah. He did a good job. And he also has a decent singing voice. I'm actually mildly impressed. There was singing in the movie? Yeah, he actually Is did a, like a, a, a number. It's, it was supposed to be lame, but you listen, you're like, it's actually not half bad. Huh. So, um, because he sings for his wife, you know. Yeah. So it, it's a movie about um, him. You know, it's like one of those um, Groundhog Day. You know, what if um, my life was different kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's not Groundhog Day, but it's, it's actually. Um, so he gets you know whisked away to what what would have happened if he would have married his high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't recommend this movie officially because it really was there was things in there that was just it was just too much. Um, but I watched this film, and I was just. I just forgotten what films were like without any of the PC crap that they threw in there. Mm-hmm. There was no PC crap that they threw in there. None, zero, zip. Um, uh, it, it may, maybe maybe there was, but my standards of what PC has changed so much that even the old stuff that was PC doesn't look PC anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's so bad. Luke's PC radar did not blink. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was so bad. It was just so. I mean, I mean, it's so bad right now that the the the, the old stuff that was like outrageous is tame. Yeah, you know, and um, and, and I had forgotten what it was like. You know, he, there was a guy in there that a, a character that I had not seen in a long time, and that was just a guy who was a beer drinking, good looking, not a slob, family guy who was his friend, who was a white guy, and there was no political message about him. He wasn't talking about um, um, he immigrants. Immigrants, right? He wasn't talking <laughs> about immigrants. He he wasn't he talking he wasn't about nationalism. Uncle. He wasn't drunk all the time. He wasn't objectifying women. He actually mm-hmm. told Nicolas Cage, "Hey, stay with your wife," even though the reason was bad. He still said it. Um, you know, Nicolas Cage was the jerk for thinking about having an affair. You know, yeah. and um, you know, he just told him, and, and there was no strings attached to this guy. He was just a regular, good white friend. And I was like, I haven't seen one of these guys in yeah. such a long time. Really, <laughs> yeah, every time that they this have. Movie was that? When was the movie made? Nineties. Oh, Jeez, maybe. Brad. Uh, uh, yeah, it's two thousand. Two thousand. Okay, two thousand. Year two thousand. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I, and 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 like I was like I this character to me just sticks out like a sore thumb because this is this is the exception now. He's not yeah. the rule. He used to be the rule, but now he's the exception. Yeah. You know, and I just haven't seen a character like that anymore. That like this this was a perfect opportunity for them to wa- to bash white middle aged males everywhere. It was a perfect opportunity, and they blew it. They didn't do it. You yeah, know? Well, it shows the, the difference. In the same movie makes. made now, the dude would have a, a oh, yeah. hat on. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they would bash him. He would say yeah. something, like he said, about immigrant, immigrants. You know, yeah. and, and there was none of that in there. And I was just like, I forgot what it's like. I forgot what it's like. <laughs> I, I, when I saw him, when I saw yeah. him, this was Nicolas Cage's friend. And when I saw him, I'm like, I, I got the apprehension. Okay, when, when are they going to start bashing this guy? When are they going to come out and say he's a Trump supporter or, or something? Yeah. You know? But they didn't. He was just a normal American. And I was just like, I, I just haven't seen one of these guys in such a long time. So and I mean, definitely they, a more accurate representation of who those guys actually are. Yes. Yes. They're not, you know, yeah, they're not saying the stupid things that you say they say. Right. Exactly. And not, they're not doing the dumb things you say they do. Right. Exactly. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it was just a friend with no strings attached, and I just haven't seen one of those in a long time. So that mine's pretty short, but that was just what I had to say. You know, I had to, do you recommend it? The film? Yeah. No, he said that. No, he I said don't. He, that oh, you he, don't. He oh. said that. He said that there were stuff. In, there, that. Yeah, he said there was stuff There's in stuff it. Stuff in there was, that was um, just it was just too much. He wouldn't okay. officially recommend. All right. But, yeah, that was too much. But that that little that friend in there that I was just like I just. I, I'm just a, waiting. I'm waiting. A remnant, for them to, a remnant of older times. I'm waiting for them. To, yeah, I'm waiting for them to preach to us. I'm waiting for them. Right, yeah. Using this guy as an example, here's why all white men suck. You know, right, and and, right. and usually that's what they do. 
But they didn't in this one. And I was just like, I, it's, been a long, it's been a while. Okay, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to take away that apprehension. When do you think that changed? Like, when do you think that's it started that it couldn't uh, be that I way say, I would say officially after The Office ended. I was thinking, well, I was thinking, like, we're watching The Office. We're going through the beginning right now. When did we're it at the beginning end? 2010. Right 2009, I think, is when it ended. No. Was, was it 2013. I know, I know yeah. that for but sure the, the last... was not as... Uh, <laughs> To me, I, I, I look at everything end, before the, the office. To me, kind of like the, uh, everything kind of leads up to the office and everything kind of looks back at the office to me as far as politically correct things are concerned. Yeah. Um, like I said before, the office was making fun of, of where the uh, politically correct scene was going. You know, they, they were making fun of it. And that was okay back then, you know, because we, they could see the office was, was, was making fun of where it was going because where it was going was ridiculous. It was going, it, but now we're at the ridiculous point, and we're not allowed to make fun of it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. ridiculous that you can't make fun of it now. Yeah. And and, and also, so that's why I kind of put time it at the office yeah. because we were still able to make fun of where it was going. But now yeah. we're at the point of where they said it was going, and you're not allowed to make fun of it anymore. Yeah, and that's that's another trap that they set for themselves because now the PC characters, whether it be a new a queer character or something that they put in, you can't just have them in there. They have to act a certain way. Uh-huh. And it and it like they can't be the idiot. They can't be the comic relief. Right, they can't. Right. They have to be. They a have normal to be person. Yeah, n- normal and strong and, and, smart. and a ser- smart. And then so that means someone else has to be the idiot. Yeah. And you've now pretty much just xed seventy five percent of your creativity ability uh-huh. just because you're injecting these people into it, which which also ruins everything as well now. So it's it's like a it's a trap that they set for themselves that they will never be able to get out of. Mm-hmm. You know, in the new in the new way of doing things, right? Because because they add more and more of these characters. You have to have the trans character, the homosexual character, the black character, the the you know uh, whatever character is out there. But they can't be as weird. I would say be, the gay Jewish black dude. Right, right, exactly. Right. But but you're saying that they can't be a character. They have to be a normal person, and therefore that limits the writing ability because we can't make them right interesting. You know, they we have to be normal. They have to be great. They have to be strong. They have to be the well, they have even to be more the than that. They have to be the leader. They have right, to be right, like right. they have to be they one have to be flawless. One right. flawless, exactly. yeah. and and they cannot. They can't be non flawless. Right. So now, if you're going to put these characters in there, yeah. it's going to ruin scripts and destroy. Which it is, obviously. right? Right. It limits it. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Yep. Well, that's all we have this uh, week, folks, for the good and the bad and the ugly. Um, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to talk about Knives Out. Athena has a uh, article that she wrote, and we're going to post that up on the uh, Facebook page. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we will see you guys next week. This is the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. Luke, Dove, Joey, Athena, and Brad. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye, everyone.